Are you downsizing? Maybe need more room because of additions to the family, or possibly seeking that dream home you've always wanted. Well, Tim Eisner at Royal LePage Atlantic is the guy for you. With a proven track record and multiple awards, Tim goes above and beyond to find out your needs and exactly what you're looking for. So if you're seeking a new home or trying to sell your current one, contact Tim at 902-499-5717 or check him out on Facebook at Tim Eisner. Again, that's 902-499-5717. Trust me, when all is said and done, we'll be saying Tim Eisner strikes again. Happy New Year, everyone. Hope everybody's holidays were fantastic. Welcome to the first episode of 2023 for Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. First off, want to thank everyone for all the support over the last year. You know, the goal still remains the same. Promote this awesome game of ours and get as much eyes and ears on it as possible. And I, I definitely feel like we're trending in that direction. I'm absolutely pumped to see what's in store for 2023. And we're getting it going right away. Trust me when I say we're starting this year off with a bang. We are so happy to have on with us this week, the reigning extra inning softball number one ranked player for 2024 and current UCLA Bruin commit, Addison Fisher. Addie's list of accomplishments in the game so far are staggering, and she's just getting started. She's a two-time Oregon Gatorade Player of the Year, 2022 Mountain Valley Conference Pitcher and Player of the Year, 2021 USA Today Oregon High School Player of the Year, and that's just naming a few. I mean, I could go on, but, you know, we have a podcast to get to. (laughs) We're going to talk to Addie about getting her start in the game, what it was like playing PGF Futures All-American game this past summer, we chat a fair bit about Taylor Swift, and, of course, the journey that led to her committing to UCLA. Addie was an absolute pleasure to chat with. I'm so excited to see what the future holds for this bright rising star in our game. So with that being said, grab that drink, sit back, relax, cause here we go. I got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling, ain't never felt this freedom. I got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. happy to have Vaughn with us today. Two-time reigning Oregon Gatorade Player of the Year, extra inning softball number one ranked player for the class of 2024, and current UCLA Bruin commit, Oregon native Addison Fisher. Addie, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Of course. Thank you for having me. How are things going out in Oregon today? Pretty good. It's a little cold, but um, no snow on the ground, so that's good. Hey, that's that's amazing. That's like here in, like I'm in Nova Scotia, Canada, and, oh. and it's, we haven't had any snow yet, which yeah. is you know, that's weird for us, but, uh, yeah. I will take it because I don't like the stuff. Neither do I. That's why I'm going to college in California. <laughs> that totally makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> One of the selling, selling points. Huh? Oh yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> uh, so how was, uh, how was your Christmas? It was good. I got a lot of UCLA gear and yeah, it was, it was pretty great. That makes sense. Yeah. Every, everybody knew what to get you. 
<laughs> so do you guys do you, do you have a big family gathering for christmas or you know how is it not, not really um i just have both uh sets of grandparents live up in the valley so we just went and visited them and that's kind of the only family that we have in oregon so, oh wow yeah. okay so pretty low-key yeah right on so uh any big new year's plans what's uh what's your new year's eve lo- usually look like um, normally I just stay home with my family, but this year my uh, best friend from Idaho is actually coming over to stay with me for a couple of days and we're going to do a New Year's together. Nice. So yeah, I'm excited. Nice, nice. I, I'm at the point now where I, I find it hard staying awake to midnight, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So we, I have a little thing that uh, I like to kick off the podcast with. I call it the uh, quick pitches. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to throw out some random questions to you okay. and you answer them as best you can. All right. All right. First one. If you had to live off one food for a week, what would it be? Sushi. So, good choice. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Uh, sushi. <laughs> mine would be sushi and soft tacos. I oh. love them both. I love a good soft taco. Yes. So good. <laughs> uh, what's your all-time favorite Taylor Swift song? Oh, my goodness. Um. Oh, that's such a hard question. <laughs> that's such a hard question. Um, right now, I would probably say Long Live. It's off of her third album, Speak Now. Okay. One of her best songs. Yeah. I'm 22. 22 is because that's been my number in sports forever. Oh. So, hey, when she came out with 22, I was like, Taylor, you got a fan. <laughs> but it's funny. My like, Honestly, my wife ask for her cd any like her as a christmas present mm-hmm. any year that she releases a new album right yeah so of course i that was one of the christmas presents this year was her her new album but you know what i'll, I'll admit it i'm a taylor fan I, I mean who's not a taylor fan we uh, yeah but a lot of guys won't admit it i i there's not there's at least one song you have to like like it just you have to yeah. There's no, she has too much music out for you to not like any of her songs. True enough. True enough. <laughs> See, when, when I first heard Tr- Trouble was the first song that I was like, whoa, this is amazing. <laughs> and then, no, yeah. Her, her very first album got released a month after I was born. So I am a born and raised Swift. Wow. There you go. There you yeah. go. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one. If you could go anywhere in the world on vacation, where is it? Oh, Oh, I go to Norway. Norway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's random. I I know. My whole family's Norwegian. Apparently, I have a ton of cousins that look exactly like me, and it'd just be really cool to like wow. be surrounded by people who look like me. Oh. And it's really pretty too. Yeah. Oh, I've <laughs> I've definitely seen pictures of Norway. Yeah, it would be. Uh, it, I, I they probably have snow right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll go in the summer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, next one. What's your favorite UCLA uniform color combination? All blue. Yes. I love the all blue. The all blue is pretty sharp. It's, it's, it's slick. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, was it last year they released the new, like there was three new sets. I'm trying to remember. I think there was three new sets they released Mm -hmm. and all, all three were like dynamite. I was like, wow. Oh my goodness. They're all amazing though. If I had to have a second favorite, it would be the, um, white Jersey, white pants, blue socks. Yes. Good. I yeah. mean, you really can't go wrong with any of them. You can't, you really can't. And the pinstripes, the pinstripes <laughs> Pins, are amazing too. Pinstripes are, are definitely sharp for sure. <laughs> uh, 
what's your best song you can play on the guitar? Oh, oh. I like playing Hotel California by the Eagles. Ooh, nice. That's a fun one. So yeah. You got that one? You got it down pat? Like you can... Um, almost. How how good, how, like how long have you been playing the guitar? I've been playing for about five years. Wow. Actually, I have two guitars. I have an acoustic and, elect- and an electric. Nice. The acoustic guitar's name, his name is Herschel. And then the electric, her name is Stella. And the names <laughs> derive from where? Um... I just kind of looked at him and the first name that popped into my mind. That's, I named my car too. So this, this what's your car? Um, it's a 2000 Nissan Xterra. And it's named. I named her Avril after Avril Lavigne. Um, because it's a 2000, like who, it just, it reminded me so much of skater boy and I needed to name her Avril. That, Hey, that makes total sense for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. That's so awesome. Uh, Next one here. Where am I at on my list here? If you could go back and play one game over again, what one is it? Oh my goodness. Game over again. Um, The game we got knocked out of, or the, okay. So this last summer when we played um, at PGF nationals, not the game we got knocked out, but the first game that we lost to get set into the losers bracket. If uh-huh. I could go back and play a game again, I'd play that one. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we're, we'll definitely be talking about that uh, that tournament for sure in a bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so who did you, who, you lose to? Um. Oh, my goodness. Oh, who were they? Oh, they um they were the runners up for the 18U PGF Nationals. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm kind of on the name. Okay. Well, at least it wasn't. Select. Select. It wasn't a bad, at least it wasn't a bad team, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. The, the two teams that we lost to were the teams in the championship. Oh, there you so. go. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, if you're going to come third, then hey, at least you lost to the top two teams. Seriously. Uh, two more here. Okay. What exactly is a lava bear? Okay. We get this question a lot. Whenever we like play other teams and like the other student section is there, the first chant that they do is like, what's a lava bear? You know? <laughs> uh, but so it's a, it's a small brown bear that was like native to the central Oregon area. They're extinct now. But so that's that's where that comes from. It's um, it's an actual thing. They're just extinct. And wow. that's because it's Bend High School. So okay. lava bears. But we, we just say we say bears. We never say lava bears. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing the opposition chanting what's a lava bear because that is hilarious. It's so funny. <laughs> it makes me laugh. It's, it's honestly really funny. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, last one. Go to show to binge watch. <clears throat> oh, Friends. Okay. You can't go wrong. You definitely can't. You definitely can't. Now, what's fu- okay? Little side note: you sent me an email with I sent you a questionnaire, and mm-hmm. what's crazy is what you listed as your shows that you watch. All four of them, I'm like huge fans of. Like really? Oh my! Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Okay. Uh, The Office, Friends, New Girl, and right? New Girl, which I New Girl was my all time favorite. Like Schmidt is just the best. I I love it. <laughs> like uh, you can't you can't go wrong with that either. No. Like, if I just need if I if I'm in a bad mood and I need to like just feel good about myself, I just watch New Girl because it's literally about nothing, but it's so fun. And just how the I don't whoever wrote the show should have won any award because 
just how they play off each other. And it's just, oh, if, if anybody has not watched New Girl that's listening, you have to go watch it because it's awesome. I second that. Oh, man. I feel like I, I need to go watch it again. So, <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into your career. Let's right. uh, tell us how little young Abby got her start in the game. Okay. Well, the first time I went out and played catch with my parents was when I was about four. Okay. So I was really young. My mom uh, played softball growing up. She played, um, she played in high school, played in college. Um, and then, yeah, I kind of, um, we like to joke. I was born with a ball and a glove in my hand, but, um, yeah, we, the first time I played catch was when I was around four. And then the first team I was on, I was five or six. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, and then I started pitching at seven. So, yeah. Wow. 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 So did, that was kinda, did you have a love yeah. for the game right away or? Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I played soccer before and then I actually, I used to dance too, but, oh. um, nothing else really. And I tried volleyball. I tried basketball, but like softball was so fun because something about like putting a bow in your hair and being able to like go roll around in dirt is so fun. <laughs> I never even thought of that. <laughs> well, of course I never put a bow in my hair, but, uh, <laughs> Oh, there's nothing else like it it's it's i immediately fell in love with it so you said you started pitching at seven what was <laughs> it how come what made you get into the pitching side of it well so i watched a lot of oregon softball growing up so um sheridan hawkins was like my idol she's the reason i wear number 11 not for the bullets i wear 33 for the bullets because 11 was taken when i, oh. when I got to the I'm just sticking with it. But for high school, I wear 11. And uh, I'm pretty sure in college, I'm going to get number 11. So um, she's kind of the reason why I do wear that number. And then um, just watching her, for some reason, I just really, really loved her. And um, I just, I loved watching her. I loved everything about her. And that's kind of what made me realize, like, hey, maybe I should do this. So how often did you get to watch uh, the Ducks play? Well, in person, we actually got to go over for a couple series. Actually, um, when I was in fourth grade, I think, we got to go over and watch Oregon and UCLA play. Oh, which wow. Little did I know. <laughs> but um, I remember Oregon lost. But <laughs> um, yeah. And then every year we try to see at least one series. Um, and then, you know, we always watched them on TV. Mm. I, I watched as much softball as I could. <laughs> right. So how, how far are you from University of Oregon? About two hours. Oh, okay. So a little bit We're of a drive. Yeah. yeah. Right on. So, okay, let's jump into the Northwest Bullets program. Mm-hmm. We'll start yeah. with that. How big has that program been for your development? Oh, my gosh. It's been huge. I um, When I was uh, in the summer between fifth and sixth grade, I got picked to go. So this is before I went to the Bullets. Um, okay. I got picked to go um, play in a, the USSA All-American Elite Select thing in um, Florida. Oh, wow. And, you know, I was playing with these these players that are the best of my region for my age. And so it made me realize how, um, you know, that was when I kind of realized that I find fun in the competition of the game. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, a lot of people my age and a lot of people in the area that I live in in Bend, because it's pretty isolated out here, a lot of people just kind of go out to have fun. But um, you know, I took it really seriously from a really young age. So that kind of made me realize that I wanted to go play with the best in my state and in my region. So that was, I went over and tried out for the bullets and I didn't even think I was going to make it. Like it was just kind of a, an assessment to see where I was at. But, um, 
I was, they, um, they pulled me aside. They were like, are your parents here? And, um, that was, they offered me a spot on the team and I've been with them since sixth grade, which is crazy. Wow. For a long time. Yeah. How did you, so how did you initially get picked up to go to Florida? Like if that, Um, that was before travel ball, right? Yeah. Well, so I played travel ball before it was just for local teams. Oh, okay. About a three and a half hour drive from here. And that's where the bullets are out of. Mm -hmm. Um, so I played for local teams and then I just, we figured it would be kind of cool to go try out for this, um, all American thing. And I ended up getting picked. So then, yeah, that, um, the summer between fifth and sixth grade, I got to go out to Florida and play, um, at the wide world of sports, which was super fun. Oh, I've been there and played. It's, it was so, oh, such a great facility. Yeah, it was cool. Um, as the the little bits of it I remember, it was so long ago. Yeah. Well, the biggest thing oh. I remember about playing there is that they had to, like, you couldn't step on the outfield grass until it was a certain temperature. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> Look at, up in Canada, we can do whatever we want. What are we talking about here? <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a great facility. Um, so that those early years with, with the Bullets, any uh, any big moments stick out for you? Um, well, so it's funny ever. So my first year with the bullets. So hold on, let me count. Okay. Eighth grade, ninth grade. Okay. So this is my sixth year with the bullets. Okay. And this is my third year playing 18U. So before that, every year I was on the higher up age group. So I started out at 12U. The next year I went to 14s. The next year I went to 16s. And then the next year I went to 18s, which was kind of, wow. Kind of funny. That doesn't really happen that much. Um, well, how old were you when you started 18U? Uh, 13. Holy cow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Let's yeah. So at 12, you, <laughs> <laughs> so at 12, you, I was 10, wow, um, okay. 11, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I actually started out, I was like the fourth string pitcher. I don't, I, uh, during our fall season, I pitched like three innings the whole fall. Um, and so that's when I really decided to get to work and, um, you know get better because obviously i needed to do that because that's that's always kind of been my mindset is just um you know don't quit when things get hard that's yeah. like just work harder and exactly your results you know get so good they can't not play you that's what my mom always said <laughs> great, um, great advice right there <laughs> yes <laughs> um but i think the biggest moment that i can remember um was my second year with the bullets. I got um, brought up to the, the like 14 U gold team to play in Colorado and at PGF. And um, I remember in Colorado, we got whooped by the Texas glory. Absolutely whooped. Um, And I was pitching. So I got crushed. Um, And then good learning lesson though. Yeah, it, it, I did in fact learn a lesson. And then at PGF, we ended up playing them again and it was in the loser's bracket and it was a super big game because, you know, loser goes home. Um, And my coach started me. And at first I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) Like, what do you mean you're starting me? (laughs) And um, yeah, it went in, the game went into extra innings. We ended up winning. And that was, um, that was a big moment for me. That was kind of, you know, people were saying that that should have been the national championship game. Hmm. Um, but that kind of made me like realize because that team was legit. They had like an Oklahoma State commit at like what we were all fourteen, or oh, they wow. were 
I was like 12. Um, oh, right. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that was when I kind of realized like, oh, maybe I, maybe I could do something with this. Maybe. Um, yeah. So then that, that was kind of the big um, turning point for me was. Uh, yeah. Because like college softball had always been a dream, but it, it never felt like it was going to be a reality. Like it always it felt like um, like I really wanted it was something I really wanted to do, but mm. I didn't really know if I would be able to achieve it. Right. Well, I was, I was going to ask that in a little bit about, you know, when when did that start coming, you know, into focus for you? What Like, can you remember when it came into focus for you and you're like, oh, I definitely want to play college, college softball? I mean, obviously, since I was really young, I've wanted to play college softball. Right. Um, but when it was like, if I keep working at this, I can actually get somewhere. Um, it was, it was during that 14 year, my second, uh, season with the bullets. Um, I kind of realized it, um, actually after the first time I met coach Fernandez at UCLA, um, I met her down. They, it was right after they won the world series. So, um, they were, the stadium was open and they were doing like a little, autograph signing fun thing and I uh, got to meet coach Fernandez and that was when I because UCLA I'd always kind of watched them and been like dang that that Mm -hmm. they are good and so even when I was like watching Oregon and UCLA play when I was what six it was you know I was Mm. a little bit torn (laughs) well UCLA they have they have that aura about them Mm -hmm. yeah yeah they um it's just unmatched like their energy and like everything but so that was when I kind of realized when I you know, stepped down into Easton stadium and I looked around and I was like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. You know, this is, this is what I want. I want to be on this big stage with everybody watching and I want to go dominate. Like awesome. this is, this is going to be my life. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, you know, little did I know that I'd be committed to UCLA. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, ever since then too, UCLA has been like hardcore, the dream, like, UCLA has always been my dream school. Awesome. Well, yeah, we're definitely going to get into that. So, <laughs> um, Addy, was there any, uh, so like growing up, you know, from 12, U, 14, U, was there any coaches along the way that, you know, helped you that, you know, that stick out to you for your development? I mean, yeah, my bullets coaches have helped me so much. Like I can never thank them enough just for, you know, like even during 12 U when I first got picked to, you know, to be on the bullets team, like, you know, they took a chance on me, mm. which, um, which was really cool. Like I was just this girl from bend, like there have never been any super big softball players that come out of bend, you know, it's not, it's not a softball hotspot. Right. Um, and so just my bullets coaches, you know, Tony, Dennis, Warren, um, they have helped me a lot. And like, I am so appreciative of all of them, like beyond words. Um, and then Mariah too, Mariah Dawson, she's the pitching coach for the bullets and I love her. She is, she's helped me a ton also. And then also Paige Hall, she is one of the coach's daughters for the bullets. She played at Oregon state. She also helped me a ton with pitching and, you know, she's worse. She's, she sends uh, kids that move to bend my way whenever, um, um, cause she gives lessons. Right. So, and I give lessons too. So whenever a kid moves to Ben, she just sends them my way and I give them lessons. So. Hey, it works out for you. What? Jeez, it that, does work out. That's great. So just all of the, all of the bullets people, honestly, just, yeah. yeah, they've really 
really done me a solid. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's well, actually, I want you know what I want to ask. I want, so obviously you haven't been playing with, cause you keep skipping a, a level through like with your bullets program, but roughly, yeah. I mean the last, like, have you got to play with roughly some of the, same players you know the last couple years together or yeah well so my my original 12u teammates are just they're they're now on my team for the first time okay um, there, are yeah. only couple, there are only a couple left um but i've had um last year i had the same team as i had for the previous two years okay yeah but yeah, last year last year was tough because it was all seniors and they were all of my 16 teammates, even though it was during 16 was during COVID. So that's kind of why I don't really affiliate much with it is because I played two tournaments. Right. <laughs> but um yeah, that that whole team, they were I don't like to pick favorites, but they were like my favorite team ever. I they were just amazing. And we were we were stacked. So um but yeah, that yeah. Now you brought up COVID. I mm-hmm. never even had this down in my notes. What uh what was that like for you? That must have been, you know, kind of not just well, obviously it was tough for everybody, but I mean, especially you're at the point where you're like, okay, you know, college and getting noticed is on your radar. Like it must have yeah. been, you know, a little stressful for you. Yeah, I mean, at that point I had gotten some attention from schools. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't the most worried about getting recruited also because I had two years until I had true enough, true enough. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but you know, during COVID it was a little tough, especially because like during the winter out here in Bend, Oregon, you know, when it's, um, a little cold, a little snowy, you know, um, it was really tough. We ended up building a hitting barn in my backyard. Um, nice. And so I have that to work out in now. Um, but it was tough. It um, it definitely, I think it really, um, it made me question if I still wanted to play or not. And, you know, because it was just always practice, practice, practice. And I never got to play. Right. And that's what we all work for, right? We all want to play. And so it like kind of made me question everything for a little bit. And then a couple tournaments in the spring in out in Boise, Idaho at these like, fields at a nazarene church um we had like a underground tournament and so that kind of made me i'm like what am i saying of course i want to play (laughs) yeah as soon as you get back uh, in in game situations you're like oh okay this is why i'm doing it it was definitely it was definitely tough on everybody oh yeah Uh, it was super it was super tough but i think it really um honestly i think it helps me just because i really i really did go to work like Mm. that was yeah well you got it you got a hitting burn out of it really yeah, seriously. I'll take what I can get. <laughs> take a positive from it. <laughs> so, okay, let's chat about this past season. Um, yeah. Of course, you finished third at the mm-hmm. Premier PGF Nationals. Um, talk about that ride. How fun was it? Oh, my goodness. It was so much fun. That, again, like I said earlier, like my team, they were my favorites ever. Um, they were just so much fun to be around. And now I get to watch them all on TV and be like, oh, hey, I know her. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, we ran up and down hotel hallways together. Like it's, um, it's kind of fun to, you know, look and see these people that you've been so close with, like be so successful. But, um, 
yeah. I think it was it was really fun because we were the underdogs most of the time. Right. Um, you know, like our first for our first draw for the bracket for bracket play, we got Mojo Fisher. And okay. so obviously no, no one picked us to win. Like no one thought we were going to win. Um, and so after we won that game, we were kind of like, yeah, like we can do this. Um, and then third round, we got Hot Shots Nelson, who had previously whooped us in Colorado. Same kind of story as 14U, but um, then we beat them in, um, at PGF. Right. We shut them out. And then, yeah, that was when we really realized, like, we can make it deep into this tournament. Like, it doesn't matter what everybody else is saying. Like, we have, we've got this. Mm. You know, our, our bats were on. Everything else was on. It was... Um, it was really great. Well, especially when you can shut out a team. Like it's a yeah. little like I mean, it might be a little different, you know, if you won eight seven, but if you can shut one of that one of those top oh, yeah. teams down, I mean the, that helps the mindset big time. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And um yeah, that was the most fun I've ever had at a tournament. And and PGF is always really fun at eighteen U. It's it's very bittersweet because it's like it's all the seniors last tournament. Right. So it's it's a little bit sad, but at the same time, it's like, okay, well, this is it. Like, and this year it was kind of like we had nothing to lose just because like we finished the highest bullets have ever finished at premier nationals. So it was kind of like, we're going to go out and show these people that, you know, even though we're from the Northwest, we can still play ball. Mm. That's awesome. So was at that tournament, is that when the, is that, that's when the PGF futures all American game happens? Is that yes. at the same time? Yes. Okay. Or it, the PG the futures game was after right the tournament. when the tournament's yeah. over. So yeah, I gotta. I, of course, we have to talk about that. How cool? <laughs> how cool was that experience for you? Oh my gosh, it was amazing. It was yeah. so much fun. Um, funny story about that actually. Um, during that whole game, I had one of the worst migraines of my life. What? And so after the game, we were sitting up on the hill waiting for the senior game to start, and I just threw up <laughs> from my migraine. Oh and my god. It was, it's just funny. Cause like I pitched really well and I'm like, okay, wait, 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 wait. You pitched. I think you pitched more than really well. Cause I mean, I, I watched it and the fact that you threw 24 pitches over two innings, you only threw four balls. So, I mean, <laughs> it with three K's, no hits. That's a little bit better than. Yeah. I, I don't think I was thinking. I think I the only thing I was thinking about was like, oh my gosh, my head hurts so bad right now. Hey, as a guy, I get I get migraines too, and I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. And the fact oh. that you just said that and you did that with a migraine, <laughs> I'm like, what is going on with this girl? <laughs> That's unreal. Wow. Wow. So yeah. I need like like the fact I just threw out that line score of stats from that game. Uh, the biggest thing I noticed was that you, that you like to attack. Yeah. And like, is that your mindset when you step on the mound? Like just attack and get ahead? Oh yeah. Uh, that's, that's always been my mindset. Like hmm. attack my strengths. Like, you know, yeah. If you can hit an inside drop ball, great, but I can throw it better. Yeah. You know, just always getting ahead in the count. So then I can, you know, expand off that and then, because then once you're ahead in the count, you're in the batter's head already. Right. Yeah. So it's just, it's much easier to expand off of that. Whereas pitching from behind is a lot harder. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my mindset has always been like, go straight at them. Like a lot of people don't swing at the first pitch. And if you do, I throw a heavy drop and it's going to be a ground ball. 
So man, I wish I could throw it. I've been, listen, I've been a pitcher for over 35 years <laughs> and after seeing your drop, the, especially that, that inside drop you threw in the second inning, I was like, what? Come on. <laughs> I need, I need lessons on that one. <laughs> um, also, one another thing about that game, what was it like having uh, Jocelyn Allo in the dugout? Oh my goodness. It was so cool. It was so fun to go talk to her. After the game, she comes up to me. She's like, do you think you could strike me out? I was like, no. <laughs> and I don't want to try. <laughs> no. no. I'm, I'm good without knowing. Yeah, exactly. That. Exactly. But you know what? But being the competitor, you're also like, <laughs> what if I did? <laughs> yeah, no, I was, um, yeah, it was. She's super cool though. It was, it was just like, so I was like, there's no way I am within 20 feet of Jocelyn Allo right now. Like, this is so cool. Like I could, I, oh my goodness. I, I couldn't imagine. I could, you know what? I would be the same way. And here I'm a 44 year old fast pitch player from Canada, but I'd be the same way too. I'd be like, oh my, there's Jocelyn Allo. But <laughs> I couldn't imagine no, like, what, what you guys were like. like. Talk to me and I just, I was like blushing. I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, what do I say? What do I do? <laughs> Oh, so true. Oh, man. Um, okay. So before we get to your recruiting process, I want to, uh, I want to jump over to your high school team really quick. Yeah. The Bend Lava Bears. We talked about the Lava Bears. Um, Nate, of course, you guys had that heartbreaking loss yeah. in last year, but uh, how's, how's this year's team looking? Pretty good? Well, yeah, we're looking pretty good. We lost three seniors last year, but um, I think this year the chemistry is a lot better than it was last year. So okay. it's, um, I think, I think the, I think we're definitely going to be a force to be reckoned with. And, um, we actually moved down to five a this year. Um, all the bench schools did because last year we were at six a, um, so five a is definitely going to be, um, a change. So what's that mean? So it's just smaller schools. So, oh, okay. Um, so I think, um, this year, knock on wood, we've got a pretty good chance. So. Right on. Excellent. Well, I can't leave without talking about your stats from last season in high <laughs> school. I mean, <laughs> these are just ridiculous. Uh, 20 and 1, 0 0.46 ERA, 256 strikeouts, 17 walks, and just 122 and one third innings. Six no hitters, one perfect game. That's just pitching. You hit 520, 13 home runs, 32 RBIs. How do you build on that? <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> that is a good question. Uh, those are crazy. Those are like video game stats. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like at the beginning of the season, I wasn't hitting super well. And then I kind of busted out of it. But I kind of just, obviously there's going to be some pressure to do better than you did the last year. But it's like, I'm, I'm going to play in college. Like, mm. you know my dream is about to come true. Um, and so what if my batting average is 0 0.001 less than it was last year, right. you know, yep. I'm still, I'm still going to be the same player, you know, and I'm still going to keep getting better. Um, so it's kind of having that, like whatever mentality and just going out and playing softball because I'm seriously, I'm just here to have fun. Right. Like I'm just here to compete and have a good time. And Hey, that's the way it should be. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, if, <laughs> I would say, it, you know, if you're, if you're out there having fun, if you're, you know, loosey goosey, as they say, chances are you're going to perform better. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I definitely think that's true. And I know it's true because that's, I've experienced it. You know, mm. if I'm, if I'm having fun, I go out and absolutely kill it. 
you yeah, know? Exactly. Even if I'm like playing a little tight and a little nervous, like you can definitely tell. I still, I, I feel like I do a good job of working through it anyways. Um, but I mean, I've, my mentality has always been, it's just a game. We're out here to play a game and have fun. Games are supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. Whether, whether you're just here to have fun or if you're here to compete and have fun and find fun in the competition, um, there's a common goal and we all want to win. Um, and it's supposed to be fun. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better. If you're into online sports betting, well, we have the app for you. I'm telling you right now, I use it personally, and it's helped me cash out at the highest odds possible a few times now. You see, betting lines have different odds at each sportsbook. By using the BetStamp app, you can line shop across all sportsbooks to ensure you are finding the best value available for each wager. It's like using Trivago to find the best deals possible, essentially. I'm sure everyone has used Trivago at one point in their lives. Well, by using BetStamp, that's exactly what you're doing in the sports betting world by trying to find the best payback for your buck. I'm telling you right now, this app is awesome. Go download it today and use the referral code OTC. Well, what are you waiting for? Do it now. Again, that code is OTC. Uh, Let's talk about that recruiting process now. Yeah. Legit. Was it stress stressful at all? Oh, just a little bit. <laughs> how many how many schools did you visit? Um, I, I only took two visits and then I committed to UCLA. Okay. I had all five scheduled, but um once I took my visit to UCLA, I was like, this is where I want to go. I don't want to waste anybody else's time because Westwood will still be home. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well I I, I you gotta walk us through midnight on September first. Oh because my no doubt that i mean it had to be an amazing feeling getting all the calls and messages but were you feeling overwhelmed at any point or oh i was terrified (laughs) you know what i would have did you know the fact that it's midnight i would have been like i would i would have been like i would have set my recorder saying hey it's addy uh i'm sleeping right now um (laughs) i'll get hold of you in the morning (laughs) yeah um i was terrified the whole day before like I just had people like enjoy it. Like I know it's stressful, but enjoy mm. the process. Cause it's, this is once in a lifetime. This is like, it was, it was honestly so cool. And I kind of, you know, I, I was up taking calls until about two in the morning. Wow. <laughs> and I, the first call I got was from LSU. And, um, then let's see. I remember coach Fernandez texted me and she was like, give me a call when you can. I understand if it's not till morning, I know you're busy. <laughs> Um, and yeah, it was just, it was, it was really, really busy. So I tried to narrow it down pretty fast. Cause I, I, I didn't have that big of an idea of like what my top 15, top 10 would be, mm-hmm. but just from talking like that initial conversation, I was able to narrow it down pretty fast right. because, you know, there's some people that you just click better with yeah. than others. Yeah. And like some people it's really easy to talk to and some people it's really awkward. And if it's awkward talking to someone, do I want to see them every day? Exactly. Oh, yeah. really. So true. So. so true. And I mean, I, I've talked to so many players on here that they said, when you know, you know. Yeah. No, it's, it's so true. Yeah. Like I, on my visit at UCLA, I was actually really sick. I had like this really nasty head cold. And so the first day I felt like I was going to die, but I got some Sudafed in me. It was super fun. We went to the football game, had a great time. The next day, um, the next day was when it kind of, kind of switched for me because, um, I took my first visit to Oklahoma and I absolutely loved it. And I was really torn for about a couple hours 
after my UCLA visit. And then I was like, what am I thinking? <laughs> um, but I think like the moment it switched for me at UCLA, cause I obviously wasn't feeling it. I was super sick. Mm. I walked out in the all blue uniform and I looked at myself and I was like, dude, yeah, <laughs> this is it. But, yeah. I was like, this is what I've been dreaming about since I was a little kid. And I have this opportunity right now. Like, um, my mom had always told me, she was like, don't get your heart set on UCLA. Like, it's you know they might not have the money for you mm. you might find somewhere you like more but i genuinely think i was meant to go to ucla like it was like I, it's meant to be and so you know i got home from my visit and my mom and i were swimming our neighbors have a pool so we were swimming and like she was like splashing me and i was like mom mom stop <laughs> she's like what i was like mom i'm going to ucla <laughs> and so then um that night we called the coaches and I committed. So yeah. Nice. Oh, I love those stories. I love those stories. <laughs> That's all. Like the fact that, you know, you, you got to walk, you walked out with the blues on. You were at East, like, were you at Easton stadium when you did that? Um, we were at the, we were, um, where the weight room is. Okay. Okay. And they're in the team locker room. Yeah. But I mean, the fact like Easton, you know, what's crazy when like the fact that at Easton stadium, Beyond the outfield is Sunset Boulevard. Like no, yeah, that's and then across crazy. Sunset Boulevard is the gates to Bel Air. Right, like <laughs> like the Fresh Prince is up there somewhere. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest deciding factors for me too was like, and I I mentioned this earlier, and it's really it's one of the things that like helps me pick was, um, is somewhere where it's warm year round mm -hmm. because I am from a small town in Oregon where it snows about, we get, you know, it'll, we'll get like a four foot dump yeah. once a year. Yeah. You know, yeah. We're the same. Uh, here. You know, like last week it was four, it was a high of four degrees. Wow. So, you know, and I'm, I'm a summer person. I'm a summery person. I love the long days. I love the beach. <laughs> I love just everything about summer. Mm -hmm. And so I was like somewhere where it's warm year round, like somewhere I can practice outside and not be miserable. Makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. It makes total sense. Um, so what do, what do you plan on majoring in? Um, I want to major in journalism. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And so that, that was another thing too, is that um, in journalism, I feel like there would just be a lot more opportunities in LA. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The world. Oh, big time. It's LA. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So um, yeah, I'm looking at uh, majoring in journalism and yeah, that's, that's all I know for right now, but right. I want to stay in sports for as long as I can. Oh, no doubt. So for you personally, what's it mean to be part of the Bruin bubble? It means everything. Like, I know it sounds really, really cheesy, but it's always something I've wanted to be a part of so badly. And, you know, yeah. so when I was, uh, I was in fifth grade, we had the package deal come to bend. And so it's Jen Schroeder, Amanda Scarborough, Morgan Stewart, yeah. um, and so they came to Bend and I met Jen Schro for the first time. And it was just so, you know, at that time I didn't really, I didn't really get it. But, um, you know, now she follows me on Instagram and she comments on all my posts and stuff. And it's just, it's really cool. The Bruin bubble is insanely welcoming. Like after, after I committed, I got so many phone calls, like coach, I called me and Sue Enquist was on the phone. Um, wow, Mel Brady. She was my host. She you know, she called. They were, everybody was just so excited, and I've had so many people be like, "Oh, 
I know this person who goes to UCLA. Let me, you know, um, get you connected with them and you guys can talk about it because it's super cool. Or, you know, hey, I go to UCLA. Congrats. Like, it's just, it's been so welcoming. And I think, I don't think it's any, something you can find anywhere else. Like, no. it's, the burn bubble's a real thing. And it's so cool to just be immediately welcomed into it. That's amazing. That's awesome. Um, so is there anything like, you know, that you're most looking forward to when you get to Westwood? Hmm. Well, you know, winter sometimes bums me out a little bit. So I'm very excited to like, if I'm sad during the winter, I can go outside and it'll be like 50 degrees at the lowest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas that's not even our high in the, like in May. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, you know, I can go to the beach. Yeah. Because I just, I am a West Coast girl and I love Southern California as, you know, as basic as that does sound. Yeah. Um, I, I really, I love it down there. Like something about it just really, um, I just ha always have such a good time down there. And I'm so excited because I feel like you cannot be sad in Southern California. No. Like you always have to be in a good mood. Yes. I mean, you don't have to be, you're just always in a good mood. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been there. I've been there three times in my life. And I must say every time I'm there. I'm in a happy mood. And listen to that. Are you ready? Yep. My chances of meeting Taylor Swift are going to be way Holy higher. Holy cow, are they ever. I know. That's what I'm thinking. Wow, I never <laughs> even thought of that. Yeah. yeah. T-Swift. T-Swift be on the lookout for Addie. Seriously, she, she better come out. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um so has the like, has the coaching staff talked to you at all about, you know, if they want you to focus on anything this upcoming season or has that even been discussed yet? Yeah, we've definitely we've talked about a lot of stuff. And the biggest conclusion that we've drawn is that I'm I know what I'm doing, you know, like I know my body knows what it's doing. You know, hmm. I throw a very good drop ball. I throw a good rise ball. You know, I have all the tools. Um and it's just about, you know, approach and mentality and, um, you know, just the game within the game. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Like they sent me a book and a website on, you know, basically tunneling pitches and, um, I think it's effective velocity, um, and all that. And just learning that and learning how to use my pitches effectively, um, while also keeping that in mind to really keep batters off balance. So that was definitely, that was definitely a big uh, thing that we've talked about. Right on. Right on. So I'm assuming playing professional has got to be on that vision board as well, like for long-term. Yes. Yeah. Any other goals that you set um, for yourself? 2028 Olympics in LA. That's yes. my big goal right now. Um, and now it's LA. Like I won't even have to move. That is so true. <laughs> like how, think about that though. How crazy would that be? It would be, it would be so amazing. I, like that's, I think about that just about every day. Like, I, um, yeah, it's, that's something right when I heard they were reintroducing softball back to the Olympics, I, I immediately knew I was like, I'm, I want to play in the Olympics. Like, that would be I'm unreal. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I mean, at that, like, if you think about it at that time, 2028, I mean, you know, Megan could be there, Rachel, yeah. like could be a UCLA pitching staff. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Um so I have something that I like to end the podcast with. Yeah. Um I call it player association. Okay. I'm going to throw out some names to you. Okay. You can 
Tell me your thoughts on them. If you have a story about them, let it fly. Okay. All right. First one, you mentioned her earlier in the podcast here, Sheridan Hawkins. Sheridan Hawkins is my idol. I love her. Um, I actually, it was funny. So she played for the, um, oh my goodness. I'm blanking on the team name, but it was the the, the professional team out of Chicago. Um, the Scrap Scrapyard. Yeah, Scrapyard Dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were, so when I was out in Florida, when I was 10 for this USA thing, um, the, uh, the, the USA Pride was playing the Scrapyard Dogs and she was pitching, you know, for them. And I, I had a, USA Pride jersey on just because we got it at the gift shop. And so I I was taking a picture with Monica Abbott <laughs> out, oh. uh, out of the stadium. And then she walked by and I was like, um, well, I have to say something. So I was like, I know I'm wearing the wrong jersey, but, you know, I'm a huge fan. Um, I actually still have her signed ball up in my room. But um, wow, yeah, she's just she's the reason I started pitching. She's the reason I wear number 11. She's yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. great. That's great. Um, next up is Sarah Wright. Oh, I love Sarah. <laughs> I love Sarah. She is amazing. Um, oh my goodness. Where do I even start? She is probably one of my closest friends. Um, she's, oh my goodness. I love her. We tell each other everything. Like every month we'll call each other and just update each other on life when we don't get to see each other um she's committed to arizona correct yes yeah, yes yeah. and so you know her and i we just get along really well which is really cool in a pitching staff yeah because there could there could be tensions within a pitching staff but with us it's we're really good friends and we just work off of each other and you know if one of us is having a bad day the other goes up goes out and picks the other one up and gotta that's love the it. end of it gotta love it yeah yeah uh next up taylor fitch Oh my goodness. (laughs) I love, oh my good. You're, you're, you're like naming all of my favorite people. (laughs) Taylor Fish is one of my best friends ever. We were actually trying to get Taylor Swift tickets for LA. We didn't get tickets, which is kind of a bummer. We're still looking, but, um, I love Taylor. I'm so excited because I'm going to go to UCLA. She goes to LMU. Right. It'll be like 10 minutes away from each other and we're going to be able to see each other. Um, and she is just, she's just one of the funnest people I know. She's, we both love Taylor Swift. Like oh. we send each other all of our fan theories. Um, yeah, I remember. So when Taylor Swift released her new album this year, I was at a football game, mm-hmm. um, with my friend. And so she, she was blowing up my phone. She's like, are you listening to this? Are you listening to this? You're not a real fan if you're at a football game right now, you know, going off. And she, and then like 20 minutes later, she just goes, I think you're going to love this period. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah, Taylor is one of my best friends. I, again, she's another one that we like call each other every month and just tell each other everything that's going on. Awesome. Um, yeah, she's, she's definitely going to be a really good friend of mine for a really long time. Awesome. And little side note, Lavender Haze is my favorite off the new album. Ooh, there you that's, go. A, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Yes. I like it a lot. Um, two more here. Okay. We've mentioned her a bit on here is, uh, people might know her coach Lisa Fernandez. Uh, see, you're, you're just talking about all of my favorite people. Here's, here's my, uh, sorry, before you begin, here's my, yeah. I just got a little side. How crazy is it that you're going to have probably 
one of the best players to ever play the game as your coach? Oh my gosh. It's like, it's so funny because my mom, Lisa Fernandez was her idol. Like she would have probably died for her. Like my mom loves her. She's still, she's still her idol, which is so funny because my mom, like even before I committed, she was like, yeah, it's cool that my daughter gets to, like take visits to UCLA, but I get to meet you guys. So I'm just using her to get to you guys. <laughs> um, like my mom fangirls every time coach Fernandez calls. It's so funny, but, um, she's just her and I, Oh gosh. I just love talking to her. We're both so competitive. And, um, it's, I just love talking about, you know, pitching about the game, about life. Like she's so Mm. fun to talk to. And, um, yeah, like after I committed, she just call and we'd talk for like hours on the phone. That's amazing. And just talk about life and like Taylor Swift. (laughs) And I picture, I picture your mom being behind you. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? No, seriously. She's like, put it on speaker. Addison, put it on speaker right now. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh. But, uh, yeah, it's my mom. Lisa Fernandez is a name I've known since I was super young, just because, you know, my mom always like loved her. And it's it's just so cool. My mom talks about it just about every day. She's like, it is so cool that my daughter is playing for my softball idol. And I get to like interact with this person that's awesome that's so great (laughs) that is so great uh last but not least coach kelly anoya perez coach i is she's so oh my goodness she's so funny i think she's so funny i love coach i she from what I, I from what i see like from what i see from the outside is that she seems like she's very motivating Yes. Yeah. And she's, she's a very positive person. Right. You know, a lot of people, she's like very serious on TV. When you watch UCLA play, she always looks pretty serious, Mm -hmm. but she's like so funny. She's so like kind hearted. She's such a good human being. And she's, she's another one that's like so fun to talk to. And I really like her because she tells me I'm funny every time we talk on the phone, (laughs) which really, it it makes me feel really good about myself. (laughs) Um, but you know, she's, she's just so fun to be around. And like you, again, like with the whole coaching staff at UCLA, you cannot be in a bad mood around them. Like Mm -hmm. they're all so positive and so competitive and so uplifting that it's, it's just a good time whenever you're there. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, listen, that's a, what a great way to end the podcast. I, that's awesome. Listen, Addy, I am so happy that you took time out of your schedule to come on and talk to us. Well, thank um, you for talking to me. Absolutely. Listen, I, I wish you nothing but the best this upcoming season. I can't wait to watch you at UCLA because I know you're just going to kill it down there and uh, all the best moving forward. Thank you. All right. Take care, Eddie. Thank you. You too. Yo, I finally got the truth from ya It took a bit, you'll recognize wow. The classified was never one to mess around with lies huh. It ain't my nature, total behavior The opposite, dropping it I'll be the dopest MC rocking it Composer tracks, got 
got your mind in the daisy And got you wondering how I can flip it every which way Lots of practice Hey yo, class brings tactics That make you bounce around like you and your girl on the mattress Son, I'll stop you in your track with your weak style And you can speak foul, but can you really freak pal? Too many MCs on the mic sound the same It's kinda funny though, cause they're the ones that found the fame So what's I say? About the world and the music business I guess it's all about the bank and how much money's in it And half life is like half broke I gotta work the nine to five to put my own records out It ain't a problem, yo Keeps me focused on the mic It makes my skills tight It feels right to shake the light So I'ma break it for the million MCs speaking raps They never see no money No fame or no contract And yo, you know most of us won't See a million bucks Most of us will end up broke To me, that's what it ain't about Yo, I live for it Hip-hop, what's the best you can give for it? What you take me for, son? Another ten minute rapper. We're only in the game because it's friends in it. Blast your wounds that leave your brain intoxicated. If duplicated, I'ma start this off and instigated. So watch yourself. Or catch a lyric to that dome in seconds. I use my microphone to tear MCs apart in sections. I use my mind to amplify the situation needed and put them all together when my destination meet it. And now I'm at the spot for sure. Convinced that it was never about talking it, all about rocking it and dropping it. From late at night to early morning, rappers on the mic will teach. Focus on the core and change It's got my mental doing flips You come and do this game Think it's easy, y'all can do this So put the mic down Let an empty like me kick it Flip it, rip it That's how I hit it Ha! Huh.